Twins beat the Orioles 2-1 in the series opener. Let's break it down on today's episode of Lockdown Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Monday, May 2nd. I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Hover on to Bet Online now. They have you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. Again, this is Nash Walker. I've been running at Twins Daily for over two years, been hosting this podcast for over two years. Season four at Twins Daily, season three on the podcast. And we're talking after another Twins victory, nine out of their last 10. Twins playing very good baseball. I believe it's 10 out of their last 11 as well. Uh, just awesome, awesome stuff from the Twins, winning 2-1 to one tonight. It wasn't a great game. Like, the offense wasn't great. Chris Paddock was good. The pitching was good. But overall, they didn't dominate this game. It was 2-1. to one. But what we're seeing early on, and I want to talk about this today, Jose Miranda's debut, Yohan Duran, his first save. How many more of those are we going to see? We'll get to all of that. When you win games... 10 to 2, 4 to 3, on a walk off, coming back, holding leads, wire to wire, ugly games, 2 to 1, sleepy games. When you're winning in all of these different ways, it's hard not to be excited because the Twins are winning in a lot of ways right now. They are. They're winning close games. They're winning in blowouts. They're winning late. They're winning in extras. They're winning all around they're just finding ways to win these games even when their offense doesn't show up or even when and this hasn't happened very much the starting pitching isn't great they still find ways it feels like and in during this stretch they just they feel like such a winning ball club when you watch them you feel like they're just gonna they're gonna prevail like you you come into the game with this confidence because they're playing so well and because they're picking each other up, and this is just a full-team effort right now. If it's not Correa, it's Buxton. If it's not Buxton or Correa, it's Max Kepler. If it's not Max Kepler, it's Gio Urshela picking guys up. Gary Sanchez, big hit. Like They just they they do it together, and they've done it together throughout this stretch. And they started 4-8, and eight and they weren't doing it together. They weren't doing much of anything. And when you know their offense was not there, they still didn't find ways starting 4-8. and eight. Since then, it's just been – the script has been flipped. They're 14 and nine. They're five games above 500. They're in first place in the central by three and a half games. I believe right now, well, three and a half over the white Sox, which is who we're watching, right? We're watching the Sox this year. Sox win today, but they've been sputtering. They split with the angels at home. You know, they lost seven in a row. So it's just the twins have made up a ton of ground here and they're playing really, really strong baseball in the right areas. When some areas are lacking, other areas are not. Every night. And it helps that it's the Baltimore Orioles. You look at this lineup up and down. Ryan Mountcastle is a good hitter. He's a 30 home run bat. Said Mullins was an MVP candidate last year. Austin Hayes is a pretty good hitter. Anthony Santander is okay. But after them, without Trey Mancini, the bottom of this lineup, like Phil Nevin's kids in the lineup, Robinson Chirinos, Rugnet Odor, he tripled the nine in that weird dimension at, at Camden Yards now. But this leaves a lot to be desired. Okay, this is the Baltimore Orioles. But it's not insignificant that the Twins won this game tonight because I was looking, and if this would have happened last year, if the Twins are up 2-1 to one late, 
You think they're winning this game tonight? <laughs> I don't. I don't care if it's Baltimore. I don't think they're winning this game tonight. Like, I think they find a way to lose this game last year in the late innings. I was almost waiting, like expecting it to happen. But this team is different this year. This team is not the team from 2021. Do I mean that I think that this team is really good or a playoff team? I'm not there yet. It's way too early. But what I can tell you right now is this looks like a winning baseball team in this moment in time. Right now, this looks like a good team. This looks like a tough team with starting pitching that is exceeding expectations with an offense that I think can be very good and with uh, an awesome defense. We've seen a defense for the Twins, especially in the infield. And you have Bucks in the outfield with Kepler and Gordon's flanking them in left or Celestino in left. That's a great outfield alignment defensively. Celestino, Buxton, Kepler, hard to get much better than that. And then in the infield, Gio Urshela, some of the plays he's made. Carlos Correa is a platinum glove winner. Jorge Polanco has been awesome so far at second. And then at first, Miguel Sano has gone on the injured list with a knee problem. We'll talk about that today, too. It's going to be Miranda, Arise, Kirilov when he comes back. It'll be a mix of a bunch of guys. This infield defense, I think, has a chance to be the best in the American League this year by, by the metrics. If you look at the end of the year and the Twins – Infield has the highest outs above average or the highest defensive run saved. I will not be surprised at all. If the Twins as a team in the American League have one of the best defenses, I will not be surprised at all. Because you just go position by position. At catcher, Gary Sanchez has held his own. Ryan Jeffers is a great pitch framer. Twins really haven't been run on this year very much. Now, Ryan Jeffers a lot last year, but we haven't seen it as much this year. And then in the outfield, with Buxton, he's the best defensive center fielder in baseball. Carlos Correa is the best defensive shortstop in baseball. Max Kepler is a top three to five defensive right fielder. Gio Urshela has been a gold glove third baseman, has made some tremendous plays. And then Jorge Polanco, I don't think, has touched even close to his ceiling as a defensive stalwart at second base. So this is just exciting. I think Kirilov's going to be a good first baseman too. Having a good defense is just always aesthetically pleasing. You just feel comfortable. You feel a lot more comfortable when you know the defense is good. And I think it's a big part of why the Twins pitching staff has had the success they have. I think there's been some luck mixed into this. But I think this team right now, how can you not say that it looks like a winning team, a team that could vie for a division title, a team that could vie for the playoffs right in this moment? Whether we'll be here in a month, two months, three months, I need to see more to feel confident in saying that we will be. But at this point in time, it certainly looks like it. After this word from Bet Online, let's talk about Miguel Sano, Jose Miranda, the fallout on the roster. Yoandra on, a lot to get to. First, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. Also, the NHL playoffs, tough loss for the Wilds tonight at home against the Blues in game one. But jump on them for game two. They've been tough all year. You can jump on them at Bet Online. It's your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online is where the game starts. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Now podcast. Recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts taking fans through the season like no other network. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So, Miguel Sano, knee problem. Sounds like it's going to be a while, maybe even a procedure. And I said last week, it's the beginning of the end for Miguel Sano as a Minnesota twin. This is a terrible start for him. Hard, hard to have a worse start than Miguel Sano is having right now. Terrible at the plate. Now he's hurt. 
he's in a contract year. He's it, let's just be straightforward. It something incredibly miraculous would have to happen for the Twins to pick up that fourteen. I think it's fourteen million dollar option on Miguel Sano's contract next year. Something out of a storybook. He would have to first of all beat the timeline on his knee, come back and maybe hit like Barry Bonds to like get that picked up. And he would have to do it for a prolonged stretch, like for the rest of the year. And then I think the twins consider it, but knowing this front office, knowing how they operate, knowing how they feel about value. I think the odds that Miguel Sano is a twin next year have never been closer to zero. And now with the knee problem, Jose Miranda called up today. It's it's one guy gets hurt. It's another guy's opportunity. It sucks. It's part of the game. It, you never, if you're responding to Miguel Sano's injury and saying like, oh, thank, thank goodness he's hurt. Don't do that. It, it's part of the game. This sucks for him, but it's an opportunity for Jose Miranda. And now Miranda called up from St. Paul. I can't tell you. I wish I could. I had the word count on how many words I've spoken or written about Jose Miranda in the last year. Like we've talked about him so much. I've had episodes specifically talking about Jose Miranda for all 25 minutes, what the twins should do, three options, how amazing he's been, where he fits into the future. Because here's the thing, Jose Miranda is a big part of the twins future. If anything else, I think they view Jose Miranda as their third baseman of the future. I think Gio Urshela as part of that deal is a stopgap for Jose Miranda moving forward. And Gio's still going to play a bunch of third. Miranda's going to get time at first. I expect him to actually start at first base tomorrow against the lefty Bruce Zimmerman on Tuesday. I expect him to start at first, Gio at third. You get both right-handed bats in the lineup. But I think the Twins are planning for Miranda to be their guy at third base. If not that, it's a platoon with Luis Arise who they feel like – it feels like he's not playing third base at all anymore after early season struggles there. Jose Miranda – for those who don't know, incredible bat-to-ball skills in the minors, but never had the power numbers, never really had anything in the OPS way and in the power. He was swinging too much. He was making too much contact, too much weak contact. Twins made some changes with his stride to build more power and to get, get into his back hip and into his legs. And also he became more selective at the plate, looking for pitches he could drive, driving those pitches in the air. And he hit 30 home runs last year in the upper minors and, and had one of the best minor league seasons in Twins history. Off to a slow start at St. Paul, but was raking in his last 10, 15 games for them. Certainly earned this promotion. We knew Jose Miranda was going to play into this team rather quickly. And I'm not surprised at all that it's you know three weeks or a month in. I may be even surprised that it took that long for Jose Miranda to join the club because I thought there was a good chance he would make the team on opening day. He's not, and I'm glad Justin Morneau said this tonight, he's not just the guy who's filling in. I mean, he is. He's filling in because Miguel, that's Miguel Sano's spot. That was Miguel Sano's spot coming out of spring training he's not just a guy filling in in the sense that this is a future member of the twins like this is unless they trade him this is a guy who is going to be in the lineup hopefully for the next six and a half years for the twins who's part of that core with Royce Lewis again hopefully we're hoping all of this comes true with Royce Lewis with Trevor Larnick with Alex Kirilov that's your offensive core right there Byron Buxton of course that's your core offensively Jorge Polanco's in that mix for at least a couple more years on his contract. It's Lewis, Larnick, Kirilov, Miranda, Buxton. In some order, it's impossible to predict. Miranda's absolutely part of that group, though. And I think what was most encouraging about him last year was he was, I, I hate to use this word, a perfect hitter. There was nothing he didn't do last year. He hit 340. He hit 30 home runs. He walked, he didn't strike out, he got on in a 400-plus clip. Like, 
what didn't he do last year? The one flaw in his game might just be that he's not going to be a plus third baseman. He's going to be an average third baseman probably at the major league level, hopefully sticks as an average third baseman. Offensively, there's nothing he didn't do last year at, at the toughest levels. The minors and the majors, very different. I thought tonight, good to see him make some contact. He got in some deeper counts. I expect Jose Miranda to contribute to this team in the early going. And I wouldn't say that about everybody, but we've seen him do it now. And he's seasoned. He was in the minors for a long time. He was incredible last year. I'm hopeful that he's going to step in and just contribute. And that doesn't mean he's going to hit 30 homers for the Twins this year in five months. I think that he's going to be hopefully an above league average hitter who drives in some runs, who makes good contact, who takes some walks, who doesn't strike out, hits for some power. Jose Miranda can do that, I think. He's not like a grip it and rip it power hitter coming out of the minors where you're concerned like, oh my gosh, he's going to strike out a ton. You'll go through what Trevor Larnick went through last year. I think he showed that he's he's more well-rounded and that's not a knock on Trevor Larnick who I think can be very, very good and is extremely talented. But Miranda's well-rounded, which I think sets him up very nicely. Let's talk about Yohan Duran, Chris Paddock, the pitching tonight after this word from Bilt Bar. Summer is coming and with summer, you're going to need some food on the go. Bilt Bar's are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations. Throw them in your bags. Built Bars are not just delicious. Built Bars are healthy. Most Built Bars contain only 130 calories and 4 grams of net carbs, plus 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Go to Built.com to get all your favorites, banana cream pie, raspberry, double chocolate, and so many more. They're all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. Check them out at built.com. Go to built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. My favorite flavor is the mint chocolate. Go to built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. Johan Duran. <laughs> you know when I laugh? If you've been listening for a while, even for a little bit, when I laugh, it's when I'm so impressed. I laughed when Byron Buxton hit that three-run homer off Liam Hendricks last week, 96 at the letters to walk it off for the Twins. I'm laughing at Yohan Duran getting his first career save tonight. Can you look more poised in your in your first opportunity at a save, your first time out there in the ninth inning in a save opportunity in a one-run game on the road? I know it's the Orioles, but it was the heart of the lineup. So composed, nine pitches, seven strikes, a strikeout, so quick, easy money, ton of splinkers, couple fastballs at a hundred, slider. Just Yohan Duran is is insane. Like his stuff, and I'm so glad this is happening. Not only for the Twins and what it means for the bullpen, because what a weapon they have in the bullpen and Yohan Duran. But also, I pounded the table for this. I wrote about it. I said, let him eat. Let this guy eat. Let him let him pitch in the bullpen at the beginning of the year. Just let him go. He was on an innings limit this year anyway. His stuff is, is as good as it's ever going to be right now. He had elbow problems last year. He threw 16 innings. Get those innings at the major league level. He's ready to get major league hitters out with the stuff he has. And I'm so happy, at least in the early going, that that's been true. I, I'm glad the Twins put him in the bullpen. I think it was the right decision. I was, again, pounding the table for that. And he's just been incredible. And it's it's so exciting to see you Duran go to work. Chris Paddock started tonight. And... Added his slider looks good. I mean, he's throwing a couple more sliders. That's going to be the key for him, I think, moving forward. The changeup looks awesome. A lot of swings and misses. The fastball is 93 to 95. The problem with Paddock, too, is that he throws too many middle-middle strikes. He throws too many strikes early in counts. 
which is a great thing. And it can also, it's a double edged sword. Throwing a lot of strikes is obviously a good thing. But the flip side of that is you can get ambushed like Dylan Bundy did in, in at the Trop in Tampa and St. Pete, ambushed early in games. Paddock was fortunate. Those hard hit balls, especially in the first inning, were finding gloves in the outfield, but hard hit fastballs because he's two, two in the zone early on. So got to refine that. I think the slider could be part of that. First pitch slider to righties. The sliders, it's not there because he's never thrown that pitch, but 84 to 86, you know, decent spin. I think it can be a weapon for him against righties. He was spotting it up okay, especially in the early innings tonight. I only think I think he threw only seven of them. But with his change being his best off-speed pitch, a fastball I think that can play if he locates it well and more at the top of the zone to get those swings and misses. And then that curveball, he can flip in there. And the slider, four-pitch mix, and it's the same thing I said last week after Paddock's start. I think he can be a solid number three starter for the Twins for this year, next year, and for 2024. It's going to take some refinement to to stay consistent, but everything we've seen from Chris Paddock so far makes that trade you know, feel better about that trade. Taylor Rogers has been awesome in San Diego, and the Twins still feel a bullpen arm short. Don't get me wrong, but it's nice to have Paddock right now, and I think adds another dimension to the rotation. Tomorrow is Joe Ryan, Bruce Zimmerman. Joe Ryan on the road at Camden in a ballpark, let me tell you, that is now suppressing homers more than any other ballpark after being the, the easiest to homer in the last you know handful of years. Camden Yards with the new dimensions and left. It's hard to hit it out there. I think that's why the Orioles coming into tonight had the best home ERA. I don't know if that was among starters or just either way, if that's a flat ERA or only among starters. Unbelievable for the Baltimore Orioles in the American League East. It's a month. But I think the dimensions are playing into that. See if the Twins can leave the yard. They're finding ways without leaving the yard, and it's mostly just pitching extremely, extremely well with guys stepping up. Guys like Griffin Jacks tonight, Chris Paddock, Yuan Duran, guys who were not either part of the team or not successful last year are stepping forward and contributing, and that's been the difference so far for the Twins. They're 14-9, and nine, five games above 500 with a very light schedule coming up. Got to take advantage. Thank you so much for listening today. Have a great day. Thanks for making Locked On Twins your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day, and go Twins.